Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello again. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. Have a guess what week we're on this week. Uh, 47? 45. Oh. 45. And we are talking about the human show. Know what you're thinking. What on earth is that? Well, stick around if you want to hear more. I'm sticking around. Hello again. Hello. Um, are you going to have to forgive me? I've, I'm looking at you and I just can't remember what your name is. Oh, perhaps this will remind you of who I am. I'm David. And Hello, I'm, David. I, hi. I once played Tiny Tim in a school production of The Christmas Carol. To much acclaim, apparently my portrayal of a malnourished crippled child was life-changing. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like you pre-wrote that. I, I pre-wrote it. Do you know how long ago I wrote that? About five minutes ago. About five minutes ago. What about you, Connor? Sorry, how do you know my name? Uh, I've just guessed. Is it, Connor? Sorry, are you my dad? <laughs> yes, You're I the am. father in Father and Sunday. I am, I am. Hello, my name's Connor. Hello, Connor. I'm 23 years old still. Yes. Same as last week. I'm pretty yeah. sure I said that last week. And um, I can lick my own elbow. Unbelievable. Well and done I'm on that. I'm the son in Father and Sunday. I'm so proud. Thank you. Okay then, Connor, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the the human show. And and what is the human show? The human show is essentially our way of saying, talking about the Truman Show, but without directly saying we're talking about the Truman Show. But we're not going to just be talking about the Truman Show. No, we're not just talking about the Truman Show. Here's the reason it's called the human show. Okay. So the intention of this podcast is to talk about things like the Truman Show... Um, and not necessarily directly about the film, yeah. uh, which is called The Truman Show, if you haven't got that already. Um, but Are also, you getting paid for how many times you say yeah, The Truman Show in this? A bit like on The Truman Show when they drink like Coke and stuff oh, like right, that. Oh, right, and then hold it up, yeah. Um, no, so sorry. Um, what was I saying? You've distracted me now. Oh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, more like... What if we were being watched for our life? That kind of thing. Big like, Brother. Yeah, but without us knowing. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's reality TV shows, but those t- people know they're on TV shows. Yeah. And there's... And stuff like that. But... Because the idea of The Truman Show is, if people aren't familiar with it, in the film, it's about a guy called yep. Truman, Truman. Um, who was brought up since a baby. Mm-hmm. They bought by... Basically adopted by... A, a by the television, television channel, yeah channel and the production company and they made a channel and a show like showing his life 24 7 um all the way up to adulthood until he eventually figured out that he's on a tv show yep um everything was choreographed everything was choreographed it was uh in a, a set you know and there was a uh end to that set but through manipulation they made sure he didn't find those particular uh, you know where where the set ended but Without yeah, spoiling it too much. No, but it, I mean a ridiculous film. But I really love this film. Yeah, because I think, it's, I think it's it was well ahead of its time because I think we looked and it was like 1998. And if you think most of our reality TV, our sort of stuff like that, kicked off in the 2000s, as we found out like an episode ago, um, or two episodes ago to be correct. But you know, I. It was just an incredible idea. 
it must have seemed ridiculous at the time. It doesn't seem quite as ridiculous now. No, it doesn't because you there's a lot more uh, reality-based TV shows and even things that people are less aware of, such as... I'm trying to think of examples, but like prank shows and stuff like that, where mm. people aren't necessarily where they've been recorded before they're recorded. They're aware of it afterwards because permission is granted. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when they're not aware of it when they're being recorded at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, it's just this really interesting concept. But the thing with the show and after you've watched it and well, there's a lot of things throughout life that make you think this way, but it makes you think, am I part of a show? And this really just linking back to the reason why we discussed this mm-hmm. and the reason why we're bringing it up on a Father and Sundays podcast, yeah? Yeah. Because I remember at Annie's wedding, do you remember this conversation particularly well? I, I don't. You're going to have to remind yeah. me. Right. At Annie's wedding, yeah. which we did a whole podcast on, by the way, you can listen to that. Um, at Annie's wedding, <laughs> uh, we had a discussion whilst we were waiting for Becky and Sam to arrive right. on the Saturday, on the Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. And... Well, we're standing out in the cold, pretending to be statues because we thought it'd be funny, but they ended up taking a lot longer because they're getting petrol anyway. But we had a discussion about what if we were on something like the Truman Show or the Harding Show. And the point being is I made is if I was on the Harding Show, then I wouldn't be aware of it as such. Mm -hmm. There's a chance that you would be aware of it, but I would not. Although I'm pretty much guaranteed to be your son, bearing in mind we look quite similar. Yeah. But... My point then being, though, is if you were on the Harding show where you weren't um, told, obviously, you're on that show, then I would, in turn, also be on that show. Because for them... You'd have to be complicit in the lie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'd have to be involved in it, which is very difficult to do if, if... you've been with me since birth for them to take me away by the way your dad's on the tv show but keep up the the lie yeah that wouldn't work because i'd be like no i'm not going to keep up that lie yeah but you say that but that might be you lying well, that's exactly what i would say that's what a lie would say yeah exactly <laughs> but but that would be very difficult to do like my point being oh, is, yeah. is, is incredibly difficult in, incredibly impossible but <clears throat> difficult the film itself like we're not going to keep going on about the film but the film itself in order for that to have happened a huge amount of things and it, for a, for a start a production company couldn't adopt a baby right so that that wouldn't happen in the first place did that at the time no are you uh, sure yes i am sure in yeah. this country or all countries all, or? all countries no, you're well, sure i couldn't say about some of the countries that perhaps have a more because um, i've seen takeshi's castle yes. and um i could see them adopting some of those what? <laughs> no. Anyway, but no, I mean, it 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 would be very involved. But you're absolutely right. There's certainly been times Plus, in they, my life. They could life, go on longer than your life now if they've got me involved. Yeah. Maybe me and you. Perhaps we are the only ones who don't know it. Yeah. But perhaps everybody else is involved. Perhaps uh, mum's sitting downstairs at the moment on a break, talking to uh, on a break, talking to the production company about an on- upcoming episode. Um, you know, and what's what's going to happen in that upcoming episode? Well, I don't know, do I? Because you know, I'll be the last person to know. They want to see my reaction to whatever they throw in front of me, and that's the key thing. You said this before. There has been times in my life where I thought, "What? Like this is so ridiculous? What's happening at this point in time? You're almost looking around for for going. Ah, there you go. You've got you." Because it just seems implausible. Well, do you want to hear, this happened to me the other day, do you want to hear about the time when I worked out that I am on a TV show? Oh, go on then. Yeah. So sorry to break it to everyone, but this is all a TV show about me because I left work the other day and I was driving home and my car said, oh, you're going to arrive home at like, I don't know, like, was it like 5.47 or something like that? Right. And then all of a sudden traffic cleared up and I was thinking, oh, Looks like I'm going to get there at 5.45. What a perfect time to arrive home. And then it cleared up too much that I was starting to... My car then said, oh, you're going to arrive actually about 5.43. And I was like, oh, now I'm getting there even earlier. Then some cars started pulling out and things slowed up a bit until it then settled on 5.45 again. And I was like, oh, okay. And then things cleared up again because it started to drift just over the 5.45. Um, it's about 5.46. And then it 
getting a bit too busy and then all of a sudden it cleared up again. I was like able to just go drive straight through 5.45, 5.44 and then all of a sudden cars pull out me again back to 5.45, 5.46, um, thing clear up again, 5.45, um, go around the corner, arrive home, bang on 5.45. It's like it was planned for me to arrive home at 5.45 and if that isn't proof that this is all a TV show about how great um, I am at getting home... I don't, I don't think there's a is. jury in the land that wouldn't say that was most mysterious. Yeah, exactly. And the bread thing from last and week. And the bread beard thing. It, I mean, this this is all adding up. How I, are your cheek flaps, by the way? I, my cheek flaps had... I didn't have a problem with my cheek flaps. My, cheek, still my right-hand cheek flap has, um, still feels a bit solid, but it, um, has it's, gone, getting better, it's getting better, it? yeah. Okay, that's brilliant. Okay, well, no. I mean, if there was... If proof was needed... Your journey home and the slight change in your um, yeah. estimated time of arrival, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be controlled. I don't know. Halfway through that, I kind of swallowed and yeah. Um, so, okay. We've established that... Established. We've established that you <laughs> and I... Or on a TV show. Obviously on a TV show because yeah. um, of all these odd things that are happening to us. Could it um, be a simulation? No, let's not go down the simulation route at the moment because that's an entirely different uh, kettle of fish. Um, but, I mean, th- there's all sorts of examples of of in 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 the film sort of industry as well because we talked about the Truman Show, but obviously the Matrix, and obviously they're bringing out a, a new, obviously obviously bringing out a new film of that. But that all centres around the fact that people are living in more than one person is living in this world that they are not aware of. You know, when the uh, the curtains are pulled on it, when they take the pill and they suddenly see what actually is there. It's a completely different thing altogether. So there's always been, and that's a sort of more, I know it's a little while ago now, but it's a more modern up uh, take on that sort of thing. And I'm sure there's been many, many sort of variations of that theme as well. I watched The Matrix in school, and that was about how um, the food industry makes uh, gets meat. Cool, cool play on words there. Yep. And vital uh, information for this conversation, I feel. Yeah. Um, so that sort of films around one person or a number of people being in a false reality as such. I guess that's what we can call it, a false reality. So reality in itself. Yes, we may call it a false reality, I've just decided. Thanks, thanks very much. But when you start thinking about, obviously there's been many, many other shows that have gone on the back of that. And even though, uh, I mean, they were in, in the 60s, and I think a little bit before that, they certainly started on the radio uh, and then it went to TV. There was something called Candid Camera. And basically, we've had similar things. You've been, not, you've been framed. Yes, you've been framed. Uh, Are you okay? What's happened? No, it might not be there's you've a been framed. But there's been there's various be- Jeremy Beadle I'm thinking of doing Beadles about. So they've had people playing tricks on people. You talked about prank pro- uh, programs. Prank, 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 don't, take, yeah, don't take the mickey out of the way. Yeah, but... Um, don't take the mickey out of the way you speak. Yeah. That's my whole life's work. Well, then you need to reassess your life's work. Um, well, then they need to rewrite the program. Okay. But these, it's been going on for years and years and years where they play tricks on people, that people are thinking that their car's being crushed, that, that this is happening, that that's Darren happening. Brown. Well, he does sort of mind tricks on yeah. people in order to... But even to people, people like Ant and Deck, they, they've done many things like that to celebrities where they're... Yeah. You know, it's it, there's Gamma, a fascination Gamma with... Year. Uh, yeah, there's a fascination with tricking people to setting up false sort of environments, false realities. sort of realities. We're talking about that. Um, then you've got the other side of it, which is all the reality TV, which I think over these period of, the, uh, you know, uh, of all these episodes, I've probably given away my feelings around, but then you've got the, you know... Loves it. Oh, I don't love it. Big Brother. Big Brother started off as a social experiment it's a different sort of experiment now even the likes of x factor a britain's got talent there's an element of it there you know you're looking at someone from the outside you're looking at someone's life 
in some times unravel in front of you. Um, even things like Bake Off. Then you've got the stuff like Love Island, sewing which bee. is really important. Yeah, and Sewing Bee. You've got the kind of, these are a weird sort of program, these. They, so they're reality, but they're drama reality. So you've got the Made in Chelsea, Towie and Geordie Shores, and I'm sure there's others, but which false situations, you know, they, they it's, it's scripted, but it's supposed to look like it's reality. It's supposed to look like it's just unfolding in front with normal people. Keeping up the Kardashians. Yeah, all this sort of thing. Although that's slightly different because it, to a certain extent it's, I think that is a bit more, their life actually is a bit more like and that. I think However, it's in still... Some, yeah, and in some examples they actually use, use these vehicles to sell their product, you know. So the mm. Kardashians, even the chaos within the Kardashian ones, I imagine is orchestrated in order for them to become or remain at the top of that sort of um, ratings for that sort of program. You know, this this is... It, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all this sort of thing, a lot of it's manufactured now to be like reality. Reality so, TV show... TV shows manufacture celebrities nowadays as well. Well, they do because there's people, certainly with something like Big Brother now, Big Brother, people go in there to make themselves famous. Father and Sundays present Things You Didn't Know That Happened Ages Ago At the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, the marathon was a total mess. The first place finisher did most of the race in a car, the guy in second almost died from eating rat poison, and a fourth place finisher raced in a dress pants and shoes outfit and took a nap by the side of the road for part of the race. this talk of of being on a tv show has really made me think i mean because obviously we are on a tv show what what is it about it that makes our lives so interesting because i'm trying to think back about my daily life mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if you thought about yours because it seems like something you would definitely have done yes in preparation for this yes but what <laughs> what um what happens in your daily life that would make your show so interesting or not interesting well this is where i guess I thought, oh, I'll just write down, because I was convinced that my life was being played out like that. It's too, it's too ridiculous, my life. But then I wrote down my, like, sort of daily diary. Yeah. And then I started questioning it. So I'll read you it as is, right? 4am. I thought it was going to be quite dramatic, this. Woken up by the cat, either by a headbutt, scratch, or pulling of the covers. It's this all in one day? or just- Yeah. 4am to 5am. Repeat until I concede and go downstairs to feed the cat and the dog. 5am to 6.20am. Breakfast. Morning poo. Dress, teeth and get bag sorted with lunch. 6.20am to 6.30am. Grumpily mutter swear words under my breath when I realise the pets have gone back to sleep. 6.30am to 7.30am. Travel to work by car and legs. You missed out me. 6.20am to 6.30am, grumpily mutter swear words under my breath when I realise the pets have gone back to sleep. And say good morning to my son who's got up five minutes ago. Yeah, thank you. 6.30 to 7.30am, travel to work by car and legs. 7.30am. a car and legs. Yeah, because I travel, I, I walk to my car, get in my car, drive to a certain point and then walk in from there. I also drive with my legs. I drive with my legs as well, but I was talking about walking. 7.35 to 8.45 a.m. Subjected to moaning, shouting, profanities and question my life choices numerous times. 8.45 a.m. to 2 p.m. Deliver ridiculous amounts of letters, packets and parcels to unappreciative customers who have been waiting all morning to have someone to moan at. Awkward encounters, confusing interactions and nudity for the rest of the working day. 2pm to 2.45pm, drive home, desperately trying to keep my eyes open. 2.45pm to 5pm, regret my wife's decision to become a childminder. 5 o'clock, start preparing dinner and lunches for next day. 
p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Eat dinner whilst calling random people on TV idiots. You do that. You do that a lot. I know. That's why I put it in here. 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Wander around the house, not quite quite knowing what to do with myself. 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Have a bath. See, that one kind of viewers, that bit. Yeah, 9.30 p.m. Drip dry. 9.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Go to bed. And then that's just repeated for... Mm five days out of the seven that's the most of the the week i guess to a certain extent though with those with the working week is people are at work so they can't watch us it also makes sense us doing something boring don't they watch it on the catch-up program you, don't they you, do a highlights physic- real, uh, they uh, might do a highlights but you physically but highlights won't involve everything they only involve the good bits and if there was a catch-up program for a 24-hour show that would you'd never catch up Oh, yeah, I realise that. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about yourself? Uh, okay, so. <clears throat> 6 15. Actually, I'll start a bit earlier. 5 30 a.m. First alarm goes off. Yes. Turn it off. I need to talk to you about that. Yeah, go on, carry on. <laughs> 6 a.m. Second alarm goes off. Turn it off. 6 15 a.m. Third alarm goes off. Wake up. Sometimes get up straight away, but not always. About. 6.15, 6.20, sometimes a bit later, get up. Uh, put pyjamas on because I sleep in my underwear. So I do that for your benefit. Put on a dressing gown. Uh, walk downstairs. Say good morning to you as you grumpily muttered to yourself about the pets going back to bed. Um, then I prepare my lunch and my drink for the day, my water. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you've done the day before, but I just get everything together and whatever. Uh, then I go for my first morning poo. Right. Because you included that. I'll include it in mine as well. Yeah. Go for my first morning poo. Um, so by the time I finish, it's normally about 6.40, 6.45 by this point. Um, that isn't how long, the, but I've done prepared lunch and stuff like oh, that. Oh, right. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, come on, that. Make myself breakfast, bowl of cereal and stuff like that. Sit and eat my bowl of cereal. Normally finish that about, about five to seven, seven o'clock. Go into the living room. Uh, sorry, after I've done that, go upstairs and lay in bed for about 20 minutes watching YouTube normally. Lay in bed? Lay in bed. Right. This is my buffer time. I like a buffer time. So if, for example, I'm running late, then that time is there for me to use uh, to prepare for the day. But if not, I get time to relax. I've got buffer time. Anyway... Um, so about six, seven twenty, sometimes about half seven, I will get up out of bed again, go and brush my teeth, uh, put my contact lenses in, do my hair, do a beard sometimes, and then after all that's done, I have another poo. Unbelievable. And then I come back in the room, and then I get dressed, and then I grab my stuff, and then go and get in my car and drive to work, and then I'm at work between. 9am and 5pm with an up one hour break in the middle. At the one hour break in the middle, I will, which is normally about half one to half two, I go down the stairs, two flights of stairs, sit in my car for an hour and watch stuff on my phone and eat my lunch and go back upstairs again. After I finish that, I get back in the car, drive home. Or I've already messaged you saying I'm on my way home. And then uh, get in. Dinner's normally get in about quarter to six to sit or up to six. Have dinner and then that about half six and then just do what you do and wander around aimlessly for a while. Um, Yeah. Go to bed about 10. All that other stuff in the middle varies day to day, doesn't it? Wow. I've just realised on listening to you do yours and obviously mine wasn't much different to that. We probably for the last sort of five, six, seven minutes... Uh, really, if people haven't switched off before, they're going to have switched off then. Uh, I I will be perfectly honest. I did switch off through part of yours. No, oh, did you? Did you switch off through part of mine? Well, there's a few little questions I've got about yours. When you say uh, buffer time, is that like hammer time, only with pyjama bottoms rather than the big sort of silver bacon foil ones? And also, I hear your alarm going off all the time and I do wonder why you set alarms so early when you're never going to get up that early so a lot of people do this and they have multiple alarms so you can start to wake yourself up 
But do you, I thought you but, said you only wake up on those. So my, you know, you, so the reason I do this, and this is more psychological. Do you, you know when you wake up in the night and you go, and you go, oh, I've probably got to get up soon. And you look at your watch and you go, oh, actually, I've got this amount of time left. Yeah. No, because normally when I wake up in the night, I think, oh, no, but I hope I've got a lot of time. Oh, I need the toilet. Oh, no, the animals are woken well, up now. But you know you know when you wake up and you go, oh, I'm actually really disappointed because I've only got about 10 minutes to my alarm. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. But when you wake up in the middle of the night, you go, oh, I better go, go like 10 minutes to my alarm. And you look at your watch and you're like, oh my God, I've still got like three hours left. And then you go back to sleep and, and, and then I find uh, that I wake up. That's where we differ. Uh, that, and then I wake up and I end up feeling like, oh, that's, that's an even better sleep because I woke up in the middle thinking I've got, and then I had loads of time left. Now, my first alarm goes off as, as a way of going... As a way of convincing myself, my alarm's gone off and gone, oh, well, I've still got like 45 minutes before I need to get up. And then I, that, so that alarm is there for me to go, you still got 45 minutes, you can enjoy your sleep. Yeah, see, this is where I wouldn't go back to sleep, so that would be... But uh, I don't go back into like REM sleep, I just go back into light sleep. Oh, right. Okay, then. Well, look, I mean, I thought that our lives were... A little bit more interesting than they appear to be in, in those two things. However, there, that wouldn't be the worst reality TV show that I reckon there is out there. Because I've had a little look at some of the reality TV shows that no have been made. Way. I have, I know. You've done research. I have all, I Any documentaries? No, I haven't watched any documentaries, but I have read up but on But you did watch ones. The Truman Show. I did watch a trim show, yeah. but that wasn't any hardship because I really like that film anyway. It's really sad. It really makes me sort of quite emotional, actually, and the music in it because I actually play the music as it's live sort of thing, the piano and that and build up and, and he's sitting in the studio and he goes, more, you know, bring the music up, more more wind, more close cam and all this sort of thing. It's really incredible when you're watching it. It sort of draws you right in. Anyway... I've had a look, and obviously you've got the ones you've heard of, these reality shows, and they, you know, have been very successful. Some of them have sort of perhaps a little bit sort of winding down of their popularity now, things like Big Brother, obviously. Um, but there's been some bizarre ones out there, and I'm going to run through a few and sit, tell me what you think of these. Um, who wants to marry a multimillionaire? Now, there's lots of problems within that already, right? Because you can imagine the setup there. Now, I think it ran for one season. I think they had to take it off because uh, in the end, the person who was supposed to be the multi-millionaire, there was some questions about the actual wealth, whether they had that. Um, they also discovered he had a restraining order on him. I didn't find out what that restraining order was to do with, but obviously there was something more to him than they realised. And who, didn't who had a restraining order on him? The person who was the supposed millionaire. Sorry, the millionaire had a restraining order on the millionaire. No, the millionaire had a restraining order on him by oh, someone right. else. From someone else, right? So he was married in the end to one of these contestants, but it was annulled within two weeks. So. That's sort of says everything. That's everything wrong about a, a reality show, you know. The fact that it's about money, and many of these are like that. So let's think about that one anyway. Then you've got the Swan. Contestants were given plastic surgery and then put before a panel of judges to see who looked the best and what what the improvements were. Again, everything that's wrong about some of you know the way. That's a lot were for, for someone to get plastic surgery. Go, well, actually, you don't look the best. Well, I've got all this plastic surgery done now, and then, yeah, wow. And I mean, and then that's going to when people have plastic more. surgery, they often go through some psych psychological profiling because to make sure that they're doing it and it's not going to be something they regret. Anyway, uh, we don't like that one even. The moment of truth. Contestants were strapped to a lie detector machine and were asked deeply personal questions. The one who got the most positive results won the prize money. But they obviously done their research on these people because I I read in one instance, one of the women on there was asked, are you having an affair? And because she said yes, she continued on because she, she, she actually told the truth. But obviously... 
her other half, her husband, found out she was having an affair. So yeah. what again, the car crash. Um, I want to marry Harry, right? I've got a lot of problems with this, right? Apparently, it was about, again, one bloke, lots of women, all trying to woo him. Uh, and he was a lookalike of Prince Harry. So not only in the title do they not say Prince Harry, right, which is rude in itself. They say wanna as well, which upsets me. It should say, I want to marry Harry. <laughs> if you want to be my lover. Yeah. See. Um, um, but it could be worse though, surely. I believe only halfway through did they start realizing that it wasn't Prince Harry. Oh, so again, but it could be worse. Surely it could be like I want to marry Harry, and it turns out to be a lookalike of Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. It could be worse. You're absolutely yeah. right. Then you've got dating naked and naked attraction. Dated now, naked now. Naked attraction is the runs. Naked Attraction is on... It's very popular. On, in, ...in Britain is, is on TV. Channel... And f- no. Channel 4 or 5 it is. It might make you feel... Five. ...feel like it's Have Channel 4. Have you watched four. it? Yes. Um, I watched the first half of one once. Um, what, the bottom half? <laughs> no, I watched the first... Because they normally do like... Um, like a... They normally do both genders. They normally go like yeah. for a girl looking for... Well, it can go like a girl looking for a girl or a guy oh, looking yeah, for yeah, a girl. Yeah, yeah. And then the other half will be someone looking for a guy. Um, the first half was someone a guy looking for girls and I watched that half. And then they did... It is just... Girl, and then you switch it off, and yeah. like, oh, I'm it not is just, in this half. It, I, don't, I just don't understand it, to be honest. But, you know... <laughs> The people on it don't seem to have any problem whatsoever with body image. No. Perhaps that's a good thing. I don't know. I get the feeling it's not quite what it seems. But Well, you say no problem with body image, but yet at the same time, the whole premise of the show is judging body image. Yeah, but I don't believe they really slag off the person. They just say what they prefer. Yeah, I think I'm it's not too done sure on, on, on that. Yeah, on, the s- on that. Don't bit. go there. Don't go there. Yeah, that shouldn't be there. Um, so there's that. Their knees got, look a bit. Yes, that's their knees. That's what you were talking about. Yep. Brittany and Kevin. Bearing in mind what's happened more recently and what's been happening to Brittany Smears all that time, that was about their, their marriage and their home life. But it was like, it was heartbreaking to look at. And I did see some of that. And it was quite, you know, it showed that something was wrong. It wasn't really entertainment. Uh, I'll quickly go through the last few, right? Okay. Boy meets boy. You'd think grandma breaking, yeah? That a boy meets boy. It's a dating thing, but it's it's the same gender. Half the men contestants weren't gay. They were oh. just on there to get their face on TV and all the rest of it. So that made a mockery Gay for pay. Cheaters. Cameras exposed cheaters with setups, right? As and I've the cat or... Cheaters, as in not the big cat, no, as in people who were cheating on other people. And right, that. okay. And I remember seeing some footage of that, something like this, and it's pretty awful to look at. Uh, the bloke who was the compare of it got stabbed by one of them, so I think that ended that one as well. Uh, and I've got Born in the Wild. Couples going to the wild to have their babies. That didn't last very long because in the end they realised that the show's suspense really throughout was whether the baby and mother and baby were going to survive which is a terrible sort yeah. of way to look at it but basically that was what it was about that they i suppose the initial thing was they're out in the wild and nature and it's going to be natural like that but i don't think really that's how it ended up yeah so that's the nine that i pulled out so you got a song again yeah i've got a song again you got a song yeah i have what's it about well well, what we're talking about, really, if I'm honest. What, uh, the, the non-copyrighted human show. Yeah, well, yeah, the non-copyrighted human show. But basically, uh, if I tell you it's called Big Brother, Don't Bother, it probably tells you all you need to know about it. All right, shall I play it? You play it. George Orwell was on to something in 1984. That someone's always watching Behind every window, every door But it can't be all that pleasant Come close and I'll tell you why I couldn't be more boring if 
Great song, but now on to a game. Yes, on to a game. So this week I've thought, well, many, many weird and wonderful things have happened in my life, which I actually thought, could it be that everybody's watching me? Could this be a latest episode of the Harding Show? You post quite a lot of it on Facebook. As well, I do quite, uh, do post quite a lot of it that happens to me on Facebook. And obviously quite a lot of things that have happened to me, some of the most bizarre things you already know about. So I've had to draw from other places. I've had to sit and really track back through my memory about I things mean, that have happened. To be fair, having a look back at stuff like, um, for for example, uh, the camping episode, yeah. camping stories, camping, camping stories, stories yeah. are Which they one? true or false? Yeah. So it's basically like that. Okay. But, but it's not camping. What makes me laugh about those ones is um, there actually has been quite a lot of stuff that's happened to you. There has been loads of stuff that's happened to me and it's exactly what I'm talking about. The premise of this game. So yeah. am I ruining your intro to this game? But No, not really. Play the sting. fantastic sting well you're lying because it wasn't that great so this this game is called reality or disparity i'm just trying to make you feel good in your own tv show Dar- uh, disparity Ooh. doesn't really mean what i thought it meant but it rhymes so we're going to keep that right. so i'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell me whether it actually happened or it didn't happen yeah yep okay number one once when living in my old cursed house I was woken up by a knock at the door. I put my dressing gown on and answered the door. No one there. I went back to bed. A few minutes later, another knock. Went down there, opened the door. No one there. Went back up to bed, still got my dressing gown on at that point. A few minutes later, knock on the door. Getting agitated now. So I run down, opened the door, and run out to try and catch the person who was playing knockdown ginger in the morning and the door shut behind me. I then 
had a quandary because like you, I lived on my own at the time, but like you, I wasn't wearing anything under my dressing gown because it didn't really matter. It was quite a warm day and everything, right, a warm evening. So I'm now outside my house in a dressing gown, nothing on underneath. People start coming out of their houses then. We're getting towards a time when people were starting to get up and go to work and all the rest of it. My house was in terrace. I went round the back hoping to get one out of the way of people and two to see if I could get back into the house in any way because I didn't have another key and no one I from my family lived anywhere near me. I realised that at the back of my house, above where the sink was in the kitchen, the fanlight window was slightly open. Brilliant. I then scrambled up on the bins and started to climb through that window. As I climbed through that window, my dressing gown got hooked on the little peg that comes out on the on that sort of window and started pulling away from my body. So at that point, I was halfway through with the bottom half of me completely naked facing out with my bum facing out. At that point, my next door neighbour, Stan, came out because he'd heard a load of noise around the back of my house to see what was happening. And I had to scramble through that fan light whilst explaining to him what had happened, showing my bare bum to him. True or false? So <laughs> there's aspects of that story because you said about believing that you had this head or something like that you thought was haunted. What? No, you're talking about a cursed house. Yeah. I ha- I bought a, a, a sort of head sort of thing from um, the Greek island of Rhodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I believe was cursed and all these things were happening in my house. Was this the same house? Yes. Right. And was it buried at this point? Oh, I couldn't tell you that. Right. I can't remember. I think I buried it not that long before I left. Um. So I know you quite well and I know a lot of stories about you. I feel like that was a lot of information and I feel like I feel like parts of it are true because mm-hmm. I do feel like I've heard about you trying to scramble through the fan light once before yeah I feel like I might have heard part of that story before anyway apart like see the thing is you've you've gone in so much detail this story that there's certain parts of it that I think I feel like I have heard but I don't know whether it's because I've just heard you say it or whether I've heard it in the past. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, then. Because these will all be true if you go on that basis. <laughs> yeah. Ah, um, oh, this is really difficult. Uh, I'm going to have to press you. I'm going to say true. It is absolutely true. Yes. It was very, very embarrassing. I thought someone was knocking you in the back door. No, someone knocking at the front door. So there was actually someone knocking? I have no idea. It sounded like it. Are you sure it wasn't like a branch or something? Maybe it was. But basically, well, I don't think a branch, but maybe it was something else. But I was getting really wound up. And the third time I ran out to try and catch him and it shut and I was stuffed. And that actually happened. I was climbing through that fan light, getting stuck. And and my dressing gown was just getting caught and pulled up. And then Stan came around the corner to see what all the noise was. Right. We're engaged now, me and Stan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number two. As part of my job, I have delivered to the same man for over seven years. For all that time, and despite being corrected on numerous occasions, he continues to call me Colin, which is even more annoying as he is called David. Oh, this one's... I feel, I feel like there is someone that does call you the wrong name. Um... That's true. That is absolutely true, <laughs> yes. I have told him I don't know how many times that my name is David, and bearing in mind his name's David, you'd think he'd remember. There's but a no, lot of people that um, I'm used to call me Colin, but that's because I used to work in a call centre. I used to go, my name's Connor. And they go, and thanks, him. Colin. Oh, no. <laughs> You're lucky they it was Colin. They call me Ma'am sometimes as well. Oh, that must have been annoying. <laughs> At one point I went, excuse me. Because they've been really rude to me. And you know what? As soon as I told them I'm actually a, a bloke, not a woman mm. on the phone. I don't really know why they thought I was a woman. But um, as soon as they... They actually started being more polite. Because it's always a thing that they end up treating... Um, they they didn't tend to talk down to women on the phone over men. And right. you tend to get treated better in a call centre if you're a man on the phone rather than a woman. Oh, I didn't know that. 
people can be quite condescending. I imagine they can be. Which is I horrible. work with the general public as well. Okay, number three. When general I was, public. When I was younger, I took up the euphonium. Do you know what a euphonium is? Yes. It's a musical instrument. And started to learn this in order to join a local marching band. Unfortunately, this band folded, but the organiser took me to an already established band where he told them that I could play and read music. For two months, I marched around with my fellow euphonium player, miming playing the instrument and hoping no one would notice. You know what? This is something you would do, the miming thing, and hoping no one would notice, because there's a similar story of you going into a travel agent and pretending to buy a holiday. What, just so I could get some travel brochures for, for you me, for a project? For a yeah, school. yeah. Um, oh, I feel like you've said that you did try to learn the euphonium once as well. Um, but I feel like, again, I would have heard that story. I feel like all of these are true, but also <laughs> all of them aren't. Is it true? It is true, <laughs> yes. Uh, it was excruciating. I would say I did learn to play the euphonium in the end. But I, even as I sit here now, and bearing in mind how long ago it was, I can see myself on a practice session marching around the sort of what would you call? Uh, is it an atrium, like in a school, like in, like in the middle part of a school, with a, another lad next to me, making out I was playing. Luckily, he could play. Luckily, he could play. Yeah, it. otherwise you wouldn't have any euphonium. I'll tell you what, you know when you you say you sit and watch stuff like TV of an evening, like the one show and stuff, and yeah. you just call random people idiots? Yes. You're an idiot. I am. Once, when in Torquay, I decided to sit in the car rather than look around the shops with my mum and dad, and subsequently took out my brand new fishing rod and proceeded to fish out of the car window tangling the fishing line around the car at a lamppost nearby. There's not as much story of that one. Um, it's true, isn't it? Yep, it's true. <laughs> it is true. I feel like I know where this is going. It's, it, no, it is true. And my mum and dad come back. They laugh about it now. Well, you know, obviously my mum laughs about it now, but at the time it was a little bit frustrating. Was it your car got wrapped around as well? <coughs> yeah. Okay. And a bit of someone else's, I believe, as well. Uh, where are we? Did you catch anything? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't really like fishing anyway after that, so that was that. Once while out walking with my petite girlfriend in a local park, we were approached and attacked by a huge Rottweiler, which was called Fluffy. Luckily, I had many layers on as it was bitterly cold, so the bites didn't break the skin. Oh, I feel like I would have heard about this, though. I really feel like, because you've been bitten by dogs since being a postman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true, isn't it? It is true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lady who, uh, the the girl I was going out with was about four foot eleven. Wow. And, uh, it's hobbit size. Yeah, don't say that. I don't like that when you say things <laughs> like that. Um, and this Rottweiler was huge. And when it stood up on its hind legs, it was as tall as her if not taller and the woman who was supposed to be in charge of it was just going fluffy fluffy no and i, I was going nuts and i got and myself the in a way didn't come out at that point no exactly and how it, many heads did it have <clears throat> i only had one head right. luckily that you know of. It, it bit my arm because i was trying to get in between it and and my girlfriend at the time and uh Aren't you i had uh, a jacket on a kind of plaid shirt which was really thick, and a te- and it and on my arm when I actually took it all off, you could see the teeth marks around my arm. Right, okay, not really funny that story. No, it's not. It's quite frightening. Yeah. Um, brave boy, I am a brave boy. Number six, an owl once swooped down at dusk while I was sitting outside drinking some lemonade and dropped a dead mouse into my glass. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna stop myself by say of saying I feel like I should know this story. I feel like I should have heard it before because I think what I've gathered is there is a lot of stories, and so many in the fact that I don't think a lifetime I'd hear all of the weird things that's happened to you in your life. You see where I'm going with this now? Can you see why I feel like I do about the way things happen? This this one, um, it, it's it's got to be a fluke in the fact that one. 
I've only ever seen an owl in the wild once, and that's only because it was half dead. Oh, the one over, yeah. Yep. Uh, you know the one I mean, you're there. Yep. Um, and two, for it to drop, and what, never it seen it with anything. It was the half anything. that keeps it alive and that was dead. It wasn't even alive at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it dropped something, not just dropped something like a ma- dead mouse, but it dropped something into the glass you were holding. Yeah. Which probability wise is very very slim chances so it's absolutely true it's false oh my goodness no i've, I've done your net, one. We've finally reached one it was it was humming the damn busters as it went over me no that was absolutely false well there you go so in a way um i feel like yeah. you know we needed to Do you remember we had the episode where we had had an hour in the background <laughs> Oh yeah, many hours. There. Bad luck. What episode was that? Uh, superstitions. <clears throat> it was coming at backwards and forwards. Oh yeah, up. superstitions. We had loads of sound effects, didn't we? Oh <laughs> we god, we couldn't find an hour sound effect. So, what, a, what an unbelievable! You should go episode. back and listen to it. It was really. Uh, but do funny. it over a period of a week. Yeah, it's a long number long seven. Whilst walking out, whilst walking in a, in and out of a friend's house, unbeknown to me, someone slid the patio door shut, and I walked to them. Walked into them at pace, dropping and smashing a box of quite expensive crockery that I was carrying. Where were you, sorry? I was still thinking about the... Um, Whilst yeah. walking in and out of a friend's house. Mm. It's true. It is true. Yeah. It was a girlfriend's house at the time and she was moving bits different and pieces. Girlfriend, uh, different girlfriend, Different girlfriend. This was a normal-sized girlfriend. Um, wow. <clears throat> yeah, well, you said it. <laughs> no, you quite literally just said it. Um, okay. So that's, that's good. You got that one right. Once at work, I mistakenly went into the woman's toilet, sat down in a it's cubicle, true. and only questioned where I was when, when, you some, saw the bin. when some woman came in oh. and started talking. I texted a girl from the office who came and stood at the, look, as a lookout for me, which was pointless because she told everyone afterwards. Yeah, that was true. It is true, yeah. I feel like you mentioned that once before that I you think, noticed when you saw a sanitary I think what it bin. was, yeah, you're right. I think I'd gone into cubicle. I, I'd clocked it but not registered it. Then I went in and... Because I seem to remember you saying, oh, they've, they've got bins in the, in the toilets. That's nice. They've finally got bins in the toilets. Yeah, yeah. And I sat down and then it started to register me and then some women came in and I thought, no, what do I do now? And luckily I phoned someone uh, and or messaged and, and they said, can you just come? And they thought it was hilarious. And I thought by doing that, no one else would find out about it. Well, they didn't tell anybody at the time. They told up a little bit later. They told yeah. everybody in the office. So well, was there, there was a girl in my office. Uh, she did come in and tell everyone that it just happened. By the way, but she walked into the the toilet. Um, there's there's five cubicles in the girls' toilets at work. Um, she always goes for the furthest cubicle. So she walks into the toilet, walked all the way to the furthest cubicle, and began to walk into it. And then to see a man standing at a urinal because she's gone into the wrong toilet. And we don't have five cubicles in our toilet. We have three cubicles and three urinals at the end. Oh dear. That's not good, is it? No. no. See, that's even more dangerous for guys' toilets because we're quite literally using toilets openly. Yes, we are. That is true. Although I always get asked, do you look at each other? And I go, no. <laughs> no, we don't, no. We yeah, just, just for talk. clarity. If we talk, we stare straight ahead and just say, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And, and your voice goes lower because you're trying to be more manly. Yeah, whilst holding yourself. <laughs> you know, there was no need to even... I think everybody would <laughs> realise you know, that was going to happen. you're there... And, and you try to act manly. Have you ever done, you know, when you go to a pub though, and everyone's really drunk at your idol? Then you all talk that, to each other. That's really funny. People push they you and everything. Really, yeah. Well, my mates have seen how far back they can stand. Oh dear, I think this is going a <laughs> direction. That, they did that camping. A direction I didn't want it to go, which is probably what he said. Um, <laughs> once at secondary I school. I forgot we Once at secondary school, I co wrote and starred in. An ensemble, 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 ensemble production <laughs> called Who Shot SC. It was so bad that it was frequently cited by teachers and the head and the deputy head as an example of when things go wrong and how you should pick yourself up and try again. What's SC stand for? Santa Claus. Yes, yeah, true. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> It was shocking. Do you know when you remember, you look back in your life and you, <laughs> you said you've done something which is so 
so embarrassing. They said just pick yourself it up. Makes and carry you, on. It makes you feel. I can remember our deputy head. Uh, I don't know why we called him Rubberneck, but his name was Nicholson. <laughs> um, I think his name. I, I, my memory goes a little bit, but I remember him saying, "Well, this, you know, obviously." Not always do things go right in your life. To to do something and then have it being used as a life lesson when it's a negative thing is excruciating. And it was excruciating. It was so embarrassing. And that was true, yes. Once when I was 11 years old, I hid a reel-to-reel recorder behind the sofa in our house, houses, in our house's front room. Hang on. Behind the sofa in our house in the front room, (laughs) recording everyone's conversations and then playing back strange noises I'd recorded earlier. A neighbour who was visiting at the time thought my mum and dad were trying to record them and left abruptly, not talking to any of the family for the next 20 years. That's true. No, it's false. Oh, okay. Well, I believed it up until, you, to be fair, that's I did, actually that's the reason too, I said true is because I believed it all the way up until the point that you said they didn't speak to them for twenty years. No, no, that uh, that you've got two stories in one. There, there was there was people that didn't speak for twenty years, and there was us with a real a real trying to recall people, but they that wasn't the same. So story. hang on, no, but that's 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 a really tricky one because. You've actually given me two true stories and said, well, they it's not connected. real because they're not connected. They're not connected. But they're both true stories. But the whole thing is not true. Oh, that's that's really... It doesn't because, matter, does it matter? No, because, because the thing is, I could say, well, um, this morning I, I, I once stubbed my toe and hit my head. And you go, yeah, that happened. I go, no, actually, I stubbed my toe and hit my oh, head sorry. two minutes later. You know? Okay. You said today at the beginning, and it both happened in that same day. I think you're making too much of this. But look, I mean, I that was I had to really dig deep for those. Are like, you done? Because yeah. All oh, right. Did I, I win? To, yeah. Okay. I had to really dig deep for that. If you think about more recently, uh, that bloke was threatening me, and then fell over that dead badger. Yeah. Right. And then have you mentioned threat- that on the podcast? Not on the podcast, but then threatened to report me and my what, what he thought was my dog at first, but then realised it was a badger, yeah. and, and said <laughs> he was going to report me and 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 my badger to the police. <laughs> right. So that happened recently, but you know about that. They do know, you know about and that. there was all these other things. All that, the camping stories, camping all the camping stories, stories when people were trying false? to kill me. Um, people frame stale bread out of a. Uh, of the window of the flats where I work and I almost had something with Hovis on the side of my head. It hit me so hard on the head when she threw it out, I thought I was going to have the imprint on there. There's people, that, there's countless people who think I'm not a postman even though I'm wearing postman's outfit. Postman's outfit, that makes it sound like I'm in fancy dress, but my uniform, think I'm We a, have worn it as an outfit before. We have. Uh, I'm not, we weren't supposed to though, so probably don't say that. Uh, uh, we but, didn't. Uh, think I'm a gas man. Think I'm everything else but an actual postman. Oh, countless things, countless things have happened to me. But you might know most of them anyway, so it was very difficult to kind of like, pick. Like the one you mentioned in the uh, in the the your um, not your secret, your fact last week about trying to kill that slug. Killed a slug. The fact that when I woke up and all the rubble was on me, and I thought I'd had a stroke, but it was because my roof had collapsed. I was so drunk, my roof had collapsed, I hadn't even woken up. Like that time your dad drove home, um, with, yeah, with, with my girlfriend. With your girlfriend. Funny think- enough, that was the petite girlfriend. As oh, well. really? it was. Yeah, and then um, he thought you were just kissing in the back. But yeah. it turns out that he'd so actually all left you. All these stories, and I'm, all I'm, the time I'm very, you walked into the wrong caravan. <laughs> so, yeah, got stuck up that pole. Um, what pole? On the same holiday, oh, I right. walked in the caravan. I they they convinced me to climb up this pole, and then I couldn't get down. And they started taking pictures of me. Um, all these things, all these things. Do you remember when I rode you into a bush? No. Do you remember when we, we we? You remember when you accidentally rode when we were in a kayak in and oh yeah 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 when we were in the wrong lake. Purposely steered the boat into a bush, so you went into it. Yeah, nice. 
Yeah. So yes. So many. I could. I mean, I could go on for many, many episodes of these podcasts just saying things that have happened. We have bizarre. We've done that for forty-five episodes. Yeah, I know. So yes, uh, I think we need to come to conclusion. Do you believe in love after love? (laughs) (laughs) What did I say to you? Never sing share songs on these podcasts. Never said that. It angers me. Right. Do you believe that you do, do, do you believe you are in a uh, in a reality TV program which is about you? Um, no, I believe I'm in a reality TV program that's about you, and I'm the uh, I'm the sequel. Okay, brilliant. Because that's a, I totally agree with that. <laughs> and, but what makes a really boring reality TV show is the fact that we've now made a podcast where people can watch us doing the podcast and we also release it for them to listen to so if you're watching this show live can you also listen to the podcast just to get our views up yeah listens unless that's what they're trying to break us with not bothering i reckon the production crew are going nuts now because we're don't still going them. yeah well no if the production company really that they're trying to get like someone like mum to convince us do you really want to do it are you sure you want to buy that microphone are you sure you need more uh stands and wires yeah, so just when we decide to upgrade the mics, if someone comes across going, Do you really want to upgrade those mics? Um, then we go, Oh, we must put on a TV show, and they're trying to get us to stop doing this podcast. Unless they think, Um, wow, this podcast is really making for great content for our TV program. Yeah, it's true, and in fact. Thinking about because it. Because we cause us so much stress. We try and it. do mix up our features on these things to keep it a little bit fresh. But maybe another feature we should have is, um, am I still in a reality TV show? If a story comes up that we need to repeat on here. Or like, oh, am I still in a reality TV show? Um, or have I worked, have, has it been confirmed that I'm not in a reality TV show? And every time we just go, nope. Yeah. Until we have confirmed that we're not in a reality TV show. Okay, great. Is that is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, um, we've had no messages this week, but we've had no messages. You can leave a message for us, like a com- uh, comment, question, complaint, uh, comment again, and then also suggestions and ideas or whatever. Yep. They can all be done on our website, fatherandsundays dot com, and you can go on the contact us page. And you can leave uh, comments. Uh, you can send us messages on there. You can also select for it to be read in the podcast or not, uh, whatever you prefer, if you prefer not to be heard. Um, but on the website, we've also got all the episodes available on there. Also go links to all the different places you can listen to the podcast as well, which is a great place to go. And a blog and an about page. And also we have a store on there where you can purchase things um, that we've made. Yep. Yep. And there's a hat. How have you can, like, you've got the hat now. I can thoroughly recommend the hat. I've road tested the hat. It's yeah. it's it's uh it's very good. It does exactly what it says on the tin. It doesn't, it doesn't come, come in a tin. tin. No, it's it's incredible. It, as hats go, <laughs> incredible. I, it's incredible. <laughs> does it make you fly? No, it is just warm. I can't really explain how it makes me feel, but I think you need to buy one to find out right, if okay. that feels the same for you. Also, we've got mugs. They're great yeah, as well. You can drink um, out of them. Yep, yeah. and T-shirts. They're yeah. good to wear. You can't drink out of those. No, you can't. Well, you probably could. Um, anyway, but there's a store. But it does help keep podcast going. So if you do want to buy anything on there, uh, you can also get free delivery when you spend over a certain, uh, certain amount. Yep. Um, the the code is on the website as well. I think it's £30 and you type in free 30 at checkout. Yeah. And you get free delivery. Also... Uh, we've got social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Remember to like and follow us on those. You can also comment on those as well. But yeah, podcasts available on pretty much any podcast platform you use. Okay. Let's do that. Right. All I'd say is that we've got some episodes coming up now. So we're getting towards Christmas now. We're going to do a, a special Christmas one. And yes. we're going to do a look back on the year one for New Year's. Yeah. And then we are very near to doing our 50th podcast and which is going to be quite special 50 well 51 actually because we released one or two the same day but that would be a whole year whole year doing it what i would say as far as the messages are concerned if you'd like to wish someone a merry christmas or a happy new year then or tell hanukkah. us and or hanukkah we we could we can what did i say <laughs> 
Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, or Happy Hanukkah. Right. Tell us and we can give a shout out. We we will actually relay your message. So if you want to tell someone that you really wish them a Merry Christmas, then let us do it for you. And also tell them to listen to the podcast as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, then we'll do that. Because otherwise they won't hear it. So that's for me, then that's it. All right. I've got nothing else to say. Okay, so it's goodbye for now. Bye. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.